So I was going to try to have Jed on, so I texted him, yo, you want to be on the show this week? And he said, uh, I'm in St. Louis. And I said, more like Taint Pooh. <laughs> oh, come on. And then he said, having been here for a couple of days, I kind of agree. Tuesday podcast episode 214. I'm Sam Ginsberg and here is Tyler Dryblatt. All right, welcome everybody. It's a two-man show this week, myself and Samuel. So we have some episode, or excuse me, some episodes, some articles we may or may not be talking about. So I'm not going to preview them. They'll just come up, you know, as they do. Sam, how's it going? I am spiraling emotionally upwards downwards my precious madison radicals lost yet again in the playoffs this time they fell to the san francisco flamethrowers i did some uh i did some math in my head in the shower and uh i realized that the radicals have lost more championship weekend games than any other team in the league something to be proud of yeah no, it's not though. Oh, rats! Right. Well, they're That's too bad. They they have done that five times, and other teams in their division have done it no times because none of them have ever made it that far. Right. So that I mean that's good, I guess. Yeah, it's just yeah. a weak division, is all. Well, at least like it's something like a sports team isn't doing well. I thought like Emily had the cancer. Oh no! It's you know I never have anything important happening in my life so basically all of the unimportant things kind of bubble to the surface as being important okay i i have another example of that but i can save that gold for later okay right yeah we don't want to burn this hot content let's get into the beers i'll introduce mine first i've got another rock art beer because it's all i can get at the tiny general store that i'm trapped going to uh it is ridge runner an unfiltered vermont ale it just says Bold Vermont Ale. I don't know what exactly that's supposed to be. It's like Long Trail. They just said Long Trail Ale. I hate that. Yeah. But it's 7%. Oh, 7.2% ABV. Oh, hello. So they weren't lying about it being bold. It poured. It's real dark. Very dark. Can't see through it. Kind of a reddish, brownish tint. Limited head that pretty quickly dissipated. It smells a little bit like prune juice, which isn't my favorite thing. No. I'm surprisingly into it. Maybe it's just, uh, you know, it's a good confluence of weather and flavor. Because this has, like, a little bit of booze in there and a little bit of darkness. But it's not, like, super heavy, like a stout or a winter warmer, you know? So it's like an an early autumn thing? Right. There's just a bit of a chill in the air right in the evening. So I think uh, this beer complements the season pretty well. Do you need me to sign you up for a Beer of the Month Club subscription? Because I feel like you're going to run out of beer soon. No, so, ugh, that's the problem. I'm only here for, like, another... I'm only here until September 9th. Oh, that's not that much longer. It sure isn't, especially considering the fact that I don't have a job. 
Yeah, we should we should double back to that, or maybe talk about it next week when it's your last week recording from your job. Oh, you wanted me to be real frantic. Well, I'd like Jed or Zach or somebody to be on here to help me make fun of you. Oh, okay, that's fair. Bringing in the big guns. Or maybe you'll have found a job by then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, you don't need anybody's help. You're doing it all by yourself. Yeah. Thanks for the encouraging words, friend. <laughs> I'm here for it. So you can take a big old dump on me. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? I have a beer from Oscar Blues. Oh. This is Hot Box. So this will be the second beer by Oscar Blues I've had on the show, who, which is like a very obvious uh, weed reference. This is a coffee IPA. Um, oh. It even says on the top, Wake and Roast. Oh, oh I know what yeah. you mean. Right. Uh, when you've had three bowls for breakfast and only one was cereal. Is that from a thing? It's a meme. Okay. So I, I feel like coffee IPA is a type of beer that I've never had that I've liked, but kind of, it makes a degree of sense, like it's could be bitter complimenting bitter, but so far I've never experienced it being successful, but um, okay. but I like Oscar Blues, so let's see. What's that ABV? Wouldn't you know it? It's 7.2. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's coffee and hops in the nose, hey. but I don't like how it smells, even though those are oh. two smells I enjoy. Just because it's... I don't know that these combine good. Yeah. Something about the combination of the the hops and the, and the coffee makes me think of, like, two-day-old coffee grounds. Mm. Like, there's the, the mustiness from the hops, and that combined with the coffee makes me think, like, someone made a fresh pot and then... No one cleaned the grounds out for a couple of days, and now yeah. it's my problem. So you really like it? I mean, really, the thing is, it's not that bad, but that's the first thing that comes to mind, which is not a great sign. No. Okay. Well, yeah, I I don't think I would enjoy that combination. I don't. I, but then again, I don't love coffee that much, you know. Yeah. I don't. In fact, I don't drink coffee at all. You'll come around one day. I did. Maybe. I mean, I think I'm just going to skip coffee and go straight to amphetamines to keep me awake. Oh. Yeah. Let's see here. But So I asked about the ABV on your beer, but, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't have even bothered. It could be, could be a whole range of ABVs as this wacky lawsuit uh, against Carling. Well, really against Molson Coors, but against uh, Carling Shows. So from the BBC, we have an article, Carling Lager is weaker than advertised, firm says in court. So Carling is apparently one of the most popular lagers in the UK. So it's, it's Bud Light, but for them? I guess so, yeah. Okay. And it advertises itself as 4% ABV. But uh, you, their U.S. owner, Molson Coors, have told a court that since 2012, it's been brewed at 3.7% ABV. And this seems like, you know, misleading the consumer. But according to EU laws, products are allowed to have an AB tolerance, uh, ABV tolerance excuse me, of plus or minus 0.5% on products. So they're and just so, assuming some degree of variance. Right. And so even though they're brewing it, at 3.7 because you know they're allowed to have that 0.5 percent degree of difference they, they're just saying it's four percent 
and I guess it's legal. I, I know so little about American law, and obviously much less about UK law. Yeah. But, like, it seems like that 0.5% buffer would be for really small breweries that, like, don't have the type of, you know, machinery and automation that, yeah. that Molson Coors would have where they would be able to really nail down the ABV. And so that's – and there's that buffer for when you you really need it because you're not yeah. 100% sure. It seems like them being 100% sure that they're lying but not by that much it goes against the spirit of this law. Oh, absolutely. Well, I don't even mind giving bigger breweries a buffer. You know, something can happen. You can't get it 100% on the head every time. But I think maybe they should modify whatever law is there to say you have to advertise it at – you know, manufactured strength, whatever you're aiming for. Yeah. Is it advertised at, well, I guess, I don't know if they sell it here in the States. I've never seen it. But I, I wonder if they did, if they would have to advertise it at 3.7 because I don't know if we have that sort of buffer law. You know, I really have no idea because I don't know. I Oh, there was a, it was a tax thing. So being taxed at, they were trying to, yeah, oh, here's here's where it gets even weirder. I forgot this whole other segment of it, right? So the whole reason for this lawsuit was because the UK government was trying to tax Carling as a 4% beer, right? Huh. And Carling said, no, 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 we're not a 4% beer. We're a 3.7% beer. Well, you definitely can't have it both ways. That's horse apples. Well, apparently, legally, you sure can. So get it together, the UK. Do they have... An equivalent of the Supreme Court? Do they have a super-duper court or something? I'm sure they have, like, Her Majesty's royal court. The world's biggest wigs or something? Yeah. It's just presided over by a gathering of gavels. <laughs> Haunting. Yeah. They should really do something about this. Right. Say two guys from the States. Well, yeah. Uh, Get on it. I guess... No, but I agree. It does seem pretty crazy. Like, I agree. You can't have it both ways. It's got to be one or the other. But it looks like they're getting away with both of it. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of how booze isn't under... Like, beer isn't under the FDA, even though it's kind of a food and a drug. Yeah. Because it's alcohol, so it has its own thing, and they get around a bunch of rules. But this seems worse to me. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't know why... And they, they said, so I guess they were brewing it at 3.7 as like a cost-saving measure. So they're well, getting yeah. like triple bonuses. I don't understand why like every, I mean, maybe some people have morals, but like I don't understand why everybody's doing this. This is like just crazy loopholery. I, I wonder if any of it has to do with international stuff. Like, you know, it would be harder for Samuel Smith to pull this shit because they're sending it over here mm. where we have different laws. I guess that's true, yeah. And even though it's it's Molson Coors who owns this, it's not like they're importing Carling necessarily. I I don't know that for sure that they're not, but I've never seen it. Yeah. Let's see. Let's do a quick quick Google search. It doesn't look like you can. Well, there you nope. go. There you go. Yeah. I imagine that has something to do with it. I can't imagine we have the same laws. Hopefully our laws are better. Although, as uh, you know, avid listeners know, we have some pretty crazy beer laws here in the U.S. of A. Yeah. yeah. I, I imagine that Britain has beer snobs just like we do. I don't know oh, sure. that beer snobs were, are, were drinking Carling to begin with, by the looks of it. Probably not. 
So I don't know if they're petty enough about their beer. If I heard about a brewery that was pulling this horse shit, I would avoid them. Oh yeah, I avoid lots of breweries that I like for less. Yeah, so I wonder if if just the bad press will be enough to hurt their sales. I, I tend to doubt it. I mean, if they're like, you know, America's Bud Light, I mean, freaking, I saw a Bud Light ad that said, like, made with only, you know, X amount of ingredients, and they were, like, proudly listing rice on there. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't, if they have a big enough market share, they don't give a fuck. I, I think, I mean, obviously, market share is one aspect, and who your market is, I think, is the other. Like, yeah. I think that the Carling drinkers probably care a little less than craft beer drinkers do. I don't mean to disparage Carling drinkers. I hadn't heard of Carling until today, but kind of okay. just going off of this analogy. We but, think it's probably drank by uneducated swine. Well, you th- can think that. I can have my own opinions that I don't have to vocalize because I don't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> that may or may not reflect the opinions of your co-host. But I guess my my bigger point is Carling probably has a lot of macro competitors if their yeah. market is anything like the States. And, you know, I have a couple of my macro faves out here, but, like, it wouldn't take much. Like, if if I found out that, you know... Somebody who's really important at Old Milwaukee was, you know, some big racist or something. I'd be like, well, fuck it. I just won't drink Old Milwaukee anymore. There are plenty of other options. I guess I'm drinking twice as much Tecate now. (laughs) So I I, I guess I wonder if, you know, someone will hear about this and be like, well, I guess I'm not drinking Carling. Instead, I'll drink, I don't know, other warm UK piss. (laughs) There you go. There it is. So I had to get a little bit of hate in there. Right. Yeah, something about, oh man, we sometimes get British uh, visitors to the park, and I'm not, like, a big American patriot, but something about a British accent just makes me want to go grab a musket, you know? Really? Yeah. Something about hearing a British accent just makes me be like, well, I respect you, and I you haven't earned it, but I already respect you. Oh, I just want to blast them back to the continent. I, I listen to uh, a podcast called International Waters, which is like, uh, you know, one of those panel shows that's more about making jokes than actually about answering the trivia questions correctly. Yeah. Um, but it's always an American team versus a UK team. Yeah. And I generally find myself by the end rooting for the UK team just because they sound nice because it's British people. Yeah, I mean, they can say some really nasty stuff, but they always say it so politely. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's always comedians, so every now and then there's an American comedian I've heard of and like, so then I'll root for the American team, but all things equal, I generally end up rooting for the Brits. Well, I'm going to come over there and tar and feather you. You can you can try. It's <laughs> a weird, like, what, what? It's a weird bluff. I, I mean, like, my doors have locks and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you don't know about the one door that we haven't figured out how to lock, so we don't bother. <laughs> it's a good neighborhood. Uh, it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay, so we got that out of the way. You said you didn't want me to talk about frantically looking for another job. No, no, you can. You can. It can be. It can be a two-part installment. Yeah, I mean, my my uh, last day here is the ninth, and it's a, a day close to the ninth. You can't add two to twenty-seven, my dog. How <laughs> bad are you at math? Eleven days or something like that, right? Oh, oh, you're you're trying to do subtraction from that? Yeah, just to say fewer than two weeks. 
Right. Well, it's that stupid calendar. If it doesn't didn't go to thirty one, I wouldn't have had a problem it, with it. It is kind of ridiculous. I th- I think that if uh, there was a bill in Congress for NASA to strap rockets like all over the Earth to slightly slow down the time, or um, wait, I guess it would it had to it would have to speed up the revolution to make right. it three a three hundred sixty day year. Yeah. Get get rid of leap years. Get rid of this bullshit. 12 months, 30 days apiece, across the board. Agreed. Why don't they make you God King? Yeah. Give me some fans and some rockets, and let's get this shit done. I'm sure there will be no repercussions. Yeah. And if your birthday is on the 31st, you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Amen, Space Hitler. (laughs) So, anywho, your failures. Anywho, right. So, but, so yeah, I have like 11 days before this job ends, and I don't have a job secured. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have, like, enough money to just move wherever I want. So, you got any suggestions for me? Uh, your parents' house? Oh, I don't want to. Well, obviously you don't want to, but they'll probably charge you less rent. Would your parents charge you rent? Depends how long I stayed. When my, when I, I was living at home after college, I was only there for, like, six months. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't pay rent, but... My sister, who is two and a half years older than me, was also still there at the time, and she was getting to a point where she was getting charged rent, I think, so that she would leave. Right, right. No, I wouldn't even... So, what I'm probably going to do is go back to my parents' house for, like, a month, and if I can't, like, get a job that's actually in my field by October, I'll probably just go work for, like, a ski resort... Because they often have lodging around here and just, like, scan tickets and go skiing all winter. Yeah, I guess the situation you're in where you work summers and live in Vermont, there's probably not that many months that are neither ski season nor summertime. Right, yes. Little tiny bands of mud, basically. Yeah, so, like, just go on a bender until it's time to get back to work. (laughs) Okay. Jeez, I'm just gonna... You want me to get even more fringe class. It's really because that would generate such great content for this show. Right. So you just want me... You want me to be, like, embracing the seasonal lifestyle. Just save up all that money and then go crazy when I'm not working. I think what you should do is, during those bans, you should fly back to California and be a trimigrant and then come back. Oh, shit. Absolutely not. Those people... You're not fringe enough? Are you... You're you're sitting there eating a hot dog you found in the trash can talking shit about other people being too poor. They're not no. The thing is most of them, well, that's not true. Let me back up. Some of them aren't are are poor by choice. You you know what I mean? I don't. Like they're really bad with money. <laughs> well, I mean, you do have like some people who are just, you know, like like crazy or homeless or, you know, whatever, and they straight up don't have money. And so they follow around the weed to get money. And then you have a lot of, like, lifestyle people, you know, who, like, probably come from families that are fine and have money and they could have done whatever, maybe even went to school. But they're just like, nah, man, instead I'm going to put a bunch of deadhead stickers and crystals, like, all over my body and walk around and trim weed because that's, like, the peaceful thing to do, bro. Oh, so jackasses. Yeah, right. I thought you were talking about this philosophy. This There's this dude who used to work at this the company I work for who I have the maddest respect for but no understanding of. 
who was like this really brilliant programmer, and because of that, he was probably making really good money, and he would donate almost all of his money to charity. Like, he did the math and was living on minimum wage and giving everything else to charity. He's probably making six figures by the time he quit. Okay. I mean, agree with what you said, the respect and the not understanding. But that's not at all what I'm talking about now. These no. people, yeah, not I, giving to charity. Do you know Do you know why he quit? Because he, like, went to go volunteer or something? Uh, that, but, like, a more baller genius version of that. Oh, yeah? He, he said he wasn't donating enough money to charity because he wasn't making enough money. So he quit and started his own company where he is probably making more money by now so that he can give more money to charity. He said he had a moral obligation to quit to make more money to give more money to charity. That's an insane way to try to ameliorate the problems of society. Like, it. I mean, you're not wrong, but like... I can't think of anyone I know who is doing more. Absolutely, but I'm still going to criticize. I mean, if you think about, like, think about it from a cost-benefit standpoint, like, he could work a job and also work, you know, volunteer, you know, what, 20 hours at a soup kitchen or something. But the money that he's able to give is much more than the value generated by 20 volunteer hours. Oh, no, I'm not even talking about volunteering. Well, before I criticize, I should probably find out, like, what he's donating his money to, you know? Because, like, if he's just, like, giving it to, like, the Red Cross or whatever, like, that's pretty crazy. If he's donating it to, like, you know, groups that enact policy or something like that, that's different. Well, I don't actually know who he was giving it to. I didn't know the guy that well. I would say probably homeless shelters eh. would be would be what he would target, but I... But also, this guy was a genius, so I kind of assume he was giving his money to the right places. Okay, I guess that's fair. If you knew this guy, you would give him all of the benefits of every doubt. Okay, alright. Also, if you that saw sounds, what his face looked good. like. What? If, is this not the person I think it is? Because uh, if I remember the person correctly, he's very attractive. Either you're thinking of the wrong person, or we have very different tastes in men. Is it not Well, I'll bleep that. It was him, yes. Yeah. I thought... Justin. Is he good looking? Good That's looking. fucking a, news to me. Take this dude. Uh, hold on. Do you have him on Facebook? Can I, I just don't remember a meeting wherein you and Justin were like We're swooning over him because he's a delight. I, I also think that Becca has a weird taste in men, and then I'm like, what does that mean about me? <laughs> okay, so you found him. I found him. I found him. I wouldn't say he's very attractive. I would say he's he's middling attractive okay so i've only ever seen him with glasses and way crazier hair like your hair okay and also what you don't see in this picture is that he's very short so <laughs> oh i'm sorry i forgot who i was talking to <laughs> so i'm saying you know maybe less attractive to the ladies no man short crew that's where it's at uh you're the meet this guy meet this guy in squirrel hanging out tyler have i ever told you you're the nate robinson of podcasting is that a short guy from the NBA or something? It sure is, bud. Hey, look at me. Sports. I, I guess maybe I should have said Muggsy Bogues. That's a... <laughs> Muggsy Bogues. That's a, a, I'd say, a less current but more well-known poll. Hey, all right. That's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, he, yeah, he's 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 pretty good looking. I mean, if he had, if he was making six figures, I, you know, that makes him a lot more good looking, too. I mean, he, that's, that's what it, I presume it says on his paycheck, but... 
if you're like you know a lady dating him, you're essentially living with a guy who works at McDonald's in terms of income. Right. Well, you gotta you gotta see. I'm getting into the crime again. I was just gonna say, grab some of that money. All about crimes with me. Yeah, it's a weird arc, multi-episode arc. You and crime. You and crime. Cause I'm fringe class. You know what's weird? Speaking of weird fringe people, I hear the Juggalos are getting ready to like go fight some Nazis. Isn't that weird? Ooh, interesting. I thought there was probably a lot of overlap in those groups. You'd think, right? I would have assumed that. I but, guess, but no. Dumb whites is what both of those groups are. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But um, the the two dudes, I don't even know their crazy juggalo names. But like the guys from ICP, it'll come to me. They're not down with with racism, apparently. Down with the so clown, gonna... but not down with giving me a frown. <laughs> they're down with the clown, but if you're not down with brown, then I don't have an end to this rhyme. Then they're gonna put you down. Then they're gonna frown. I already used frown. Fuck you. Then they're gonna make you drown. Oh yeah, that's good. Right. Man, we should start our own rap group. We're as good as ICP. I think so. Violent J is one of them. Violent J? Okay. And isn't the like Shaggy Two Dope? Is that the yeah. other one? Yeah, Shaggy Two Dope. That's the look at us. We're such a good team. <laughs> we know so much about the Juggalos. I want to hear more about this, but I have to interrupt you. There's a movie right now on our. Amazon Prime Watch Instant Q that I haven't watched yet, which stars ICP and it's called Big Money Hustlers. So I sorry, I hesitated there because I couldn't remember whether it was their first movie, Big Money Hustlers, or the sequel, Big Money Rustlers. Oh no! Which takes place in the Old West. What? Yeah. Do they still have their faces painted? Uh, so I haven't seen either, but the Flophouse did an episode on the second one. And apparently, like, they have their faces painted and everything, and even, like, I think one of them has a mustache, and there's a mustache over the face paint, and, like, all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, oh, boy. ICP, I feel like right now, they're terrible, but right. 20 years from now, we will be delighted that they existed. It, it's, we live in interesting times, I'll just say that. And, and so what are they doing with Nazi killing? Tell me more. No, I mean, I don't know that they're, like, killing Nazis, but they're doing, like, a whole bunch of, like, counter-protests in D.C., like, when, when the Nazis show up, like, a whole bunch of Juggalos do, too, but, like, against them. What? So, on one hand, that reminds me of that whole thing with the Hells Angels counter-protesting the Westboro Baptists. Right. Where right. I was like, man, this is a group that I cannot identify with who is taking a huge dump on a much worse group. Yeah. So, like, hell yeah, do that some more. But I don't love the idea that now the alt-right thinks the face of, like, reasonable leftists has clown paint on their faces. <laughs> whoop, whoop. I'm sorry? Say that again? Oh, I said whoop, whoop. Yeah, you did it poorly the first time, so I needed a oh. repeat. Uh, you know me, I'm just not that down with the clown. Yeah. Although I am down with brown. Get out of town. Get out of town. No, dude, I uh, love that they're doing that, but I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's a confusing world out there. Let's see here. Do you want to do another article? Uh, sure. All right. Thrillist.com, this beer is stronger than whiskey. So this is a very okay. different article from the previous article. About how, yeah, the beer was not very strong? Yeah. yeah we're going in the other direction. 
So I think in the early days of the Brewers Day Tuesday podcast, we talked about some of these high ABV beers. I think there was and one that was in a taxidermied squirrel. Yeah, I think that was called like the end of the world or something like that. That sounds close. Yeah. And uh, I guess there's a new one out there. Keith Brewery is a Scottish brewer, and they've made Brewmeister's Snake Venom, which they say is officially the world's strongest beer. Now, I can't remember what the ones we talked about before came in at, but Snake Venom has an ABV of 67.5%, okay. which is, I mean, sizable. Yeah, so encroaching upon Bacardi 151. Right. So Snake Venom is an English barley wine. I guess that makes sense. And it says it's too alcoholic to be carbonated. Which makes so, sense. Cause it does make sense. The yeasties is so busy making booze that they can't make CO2. Right. And so I guess it's probably more like a like a liqueur than your normal beer. But, yeah, it retails for $76 a bottle. A 12-ounce bottle? Don't sell this in... Like, well, I guess... I was going to say don't sell this in a 12-ounce bottle, but I guess it, liquor is sold ounces? in larger containers. But I assume this isn't resealable. I would assume not. So, no. yeah, share this with a buddy. Right. Well, it does or say 10. the brewery recommends you imbibe in 35 milliliter measures, which I guess is about the size of a shot glass. Okay. So, and and even then, th- that's a lot because it's yeah, it's it's you more can get a booze. Amount of shots out of a beer. Yeah, it's like it's more than you're gonna get from a tequila shot. Yeah. But it, if it's not resealable, then, like, okay, I guess now that you've opened this, you're having a party, whether you meant well, to or not. It's not going to go flat, though, right? Because it's not carbonated. But that's a good point. Pour the rest of that bad boy in a Tupperware. Right, yeah, there you go. Who cares? I just, I have this mental image of trying to scoop booze out of a Tupperware with a shot glass, and I'm getting grossed out. There's there's definitely a random beard hair in there. <laughs> Classic Tupperware. Ew. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I wonder where you'd be able to, to buy this beer. Can you get it in stores, or is this just online? Well, it's Scottish, right? Uh, yeah. So, my guess is probably one store in Scotland. Okay. Or maybe, like, at the brewery or whatever. Although, this is an interesting point, because I don't know if I've told you about this thing that my workplace does called uh, the sabbatical. <laughs> uh, if, you've, if you've worked at the company for five years... They give you four weeks paid vacation and flights in a per diem to go to a country you've never been to before. What? Yeah, for real though. And I'm at up up in that four and a half. Nice. So I, I have my uh, my sabbatical right around the corner. And man, this is a strong vote for Scotland, which... <laughs> and you can bring a guest. So Three Stacks is like super stoked about this because um, right. she, would, she would love to go back. And, and since she's been there... She couldn't do it for hers, so she probably wants me to do it for mine. Right. Because she doesn't have that power. Right now, actually, I think my number one choice is Belgium. Belgium. Um, yeah, but this is a, this is a strong vote for Scotland. Why, uh, why is Belgium your number one? For beer reasons. Oh, for the beer reasons? Okay. Yeah, if I was going purely based on beer, Belgium would also be my country of choice. Uh, and where would you go if you had elements of her personality that weren't about beer theoretically <laughs> theoretically if such if a person could, existed right if i could go to any country currently boy i don't know that's a tough one i don't know maybe somewhere in africa africa man the, i i think africa would bum me out too much 
Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, I guess it strongly depends where in Africa. Sure. But I, I feel like the whole thing is, you know, you work five years so you can get this, like, really dope vacation. I don't want to spend it wrought with white guilt. Oh, man, I don't have any of that guilt. But I also don't, like, chill out in the cities or anything like that. Like, I went to Thailand and I was, like, in the jungle, you know? Oh, I think I'd rather be in metro areas just, like, because I feel like that's the part of the culture that interests me more. Like, if I, if I went to East Asia, I would want to go to, you know, like, Tokyo, not mm. to, like, random-ass little Japantown. No, I want to go to all the weird, crazy places. Well, if you ever get hired out here, which, don't don't worry, you won't, then you I can won't. do that. Yeah, there's no danger. Yeah. Well, hey, but cool, listen, but it's just because you're not qualified. Right, right. It's just because I'm not good at anything that you guys do. Yeah. Three stacks. I know you're out there. What what country will you be going to if and when you get this sabbatical? Come all the way to the mic if you're going to talk from uh, right no. here. I'm coming all the way to the mic. I'm leaning toward Iceland, but I've also never actually been to London, so I want to do that a lot mm. also. So she, she also would like it if I picked England so she can still pick Iceland for hers. Right. You guys are both picking places that the other one has been to. Yeah, a little bit. And there's there's a little bit of strategy in play there, but... It seems weird to me that neither of us have been to England, but uh, that's somewhere that I think both of us would enjoy. Yeah, I have no desire to go to any of the UK. Interesting. Yeah. I just want to not have to get a bunch of shots to go somewhere, which rules out, like, a lot of countries. No, man. Malaria pills give you the best dreams. Not selling me. (laughs) It's like you're tripping balls when you're asleep. I had some crazy dreams. Why was Kevin trying to kidnap that child? Uh, well, because Kevin's terrible. Right, of course. Hey, let's get Kevin on here sometime. I don't think I've actually talked to that man. Kevbo? We could try that, yeah. I feel like I kind of know him through you. Right. I hope that he's heard of me, or else I'll be sad. Okay, well, let's see. Do you have... So, I guess, was that was that your hot content, going to Scotland? Uh, well, no. I don't actually think I'm going to go to Scotland. The... the the whole thing was that when there's nothing that's, like, a big deal happening directly to me, that the little deals feel bigger. Right. Uh, so I went to Trivia this week. Okay. And there's there was a question that I still have a little bit of salt about. Uh-huh. So first off, I'm just going to ask you the question and see how you respond. Okay. What, I, I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but what is the largest predatory fish in the world the largest predatory fish yeah are we counting sharks as fish uh i don't remember if that was in the question but yes we absolutely are do we count blue whales as predatory because they eat krill uh that's that clarification was not given okay well i'm gonna say no okay but but again (laughs) just taking a step back if Let's say uh, krill count. You would say yeah. blue whale is the biggest fish predatorially. Oh, no. Well, blue whale isn't a fish, is it? It's oh, a... no, Tyler. You made a boom boom. I made a boom boom. I don't know if you could hear three stacks laughing in the background. I was pointing at her to shut up because I wanted to see if you would follow that. Three stacks, why are you laughing at me so much? What? Oh, no, because you said the words blue whale and I just immediately went, oh, no. Oh, oh, the game. But, oh. Yeah. Well, fuck. 
Oh, Sam, did you say that you were salty about this question because it has to do with the ocean? I realized it, realized it as I said the word salty that there was that matchup, but it was not on purpose. Okay, so it's not it's not a blue whale because it's not a fish. So, um, oh, geez, I don't even know. I, I honestly don't know what the biggest fish is. It's you, not a great white shark. That's too obvious. You want to just take a stab at a guess for me? Uh, I'm just going to, I mean, I know it's not a great white shark, but let's say that's my guess. That was correct. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what did you guess? So, there is a shark larger than a great white shark, uh-huh. which some people would consider to be predatory, depending on what your definition of predatory is. Okay. Uh, called the whale shark. Oh, yeah, the whale shark. Uh, but it just, it, it eats, like, the same thing that a great white, or, uh, that a, 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 a blue whale. Damn it. A blue whale eats, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a filter feeder in the same way right. that, that most... All? I'm going to say most whales are, because probably Most they're. whales. Because orcas, they're, they eat. Animals. Those are dolphins, bitch. Oh, god but damn it. I'm getting clowned all over the place. Hash, hashtag not all whales. Some whales eat <laughs> other things. But yeah, so, so then what it came down to was half of the table was saying, let's just go with great white, because we know they, like, you know, they're predators, and they're big, and they're fish. And we were oh. saying, another half of the table was saying, we know whale sharks are bigger, but do they count as predators? Right. And so the part I'm salty about is they were not considered to be predators. And I guess the rationale is filter feeders don't count as predators because, like, filter feeding isn't, like, actively hunting. Right. I would agree with that. Okay, but here's the thing. In the situation where, like, take, take it at the atomic level, a whale shark eats a krill. That's the thing that happens, you know... You know, constantly and persistently. Sure. That krill is prey. Yeah. And for there to be prey, I would argue there must be a predator to consume mm. the prey. Uh, I still, I, I still go with them. Yeah, I, and I think you're probably correct, uh-huh. but, but that's why I'm salty about it. Just because, like, so what happened to them? They weren't eaten by a predator. Who were they eaten by? A, like, circumstances? <laughs> was they this an were, act of god they were, they were consumed they were consumed the end no yeah. direct object to this sentence they were consumed no further questions <laughs> and sometimes that's the way it is uh and and you know that's okay and i'm willing to accept that but i'm still a little salty about it okay so that's what's got you down by there there was there's one other trivia question i want to float by you in the pre-pro we were actually talking football a little bit this was the other one that had our team in a schism shouting at each other. This team's, this football team's logo was inspired by the Jolly Roger. Uh, the Raiders? Okay. So the Raiders, that answer I would consider appropriate. Another answer I would also consider appropriate. Oh, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. And so we were just, we were going back and forth, back and forth, Raiders, Buccaneers, Raiders, Buccaneers. And it got to the point where, like, the guy who was the one running the questions up had both answers written down, and we had run out of time, and he, like, sprinted up there, and we just saw him scratch one out and turn it in, uh, and he came back, and we were like, what, what did you go with? He said, I, I left Buccaneers, I don't know. And the guy, the guy reading it said, the correct answer was the Raiders, and then so, I, you know, we're shoving him and yelling at him and stuff, and then, like, ten seconds later, he's just like, I would also accept the Buccaneers. <laughs> like, well, fuck, dude. Like, at that point, it's, the question should just be, hey, 
The NFL has two pirate teams. Name one of them. Yeah, absolutely. So that's just a shitty question. I feel like probably what happened was one of them was the correct answer, and then enough people complained that, like, across the board, because, you know, they run this game all across town. Probably, you know, a memo went out, just accept this other team because people will get too mad. Right, right. Well, he also accepted that one answer because every team got it wrong because the answer was wrong. Oh, was that the alopecia one? Yeah. So there was one where it was like, uh, do you remember what the second word was? I do not. Okay. So, so the question was, if you have the condition alopecia, uh, oh, it was like, areolis or something like that. Uh, then what part of your body does that affect? Isn't that your nips? So your nip is your areola, and I don't actually remember what the exact word is, to be honest oh. with you. It did not actually have an L in it. Okay. It was not that close to areola. I, I just couldn't remember what it was. So basically, like, we were like, at first we were like, is it a nipple thing? No, it's probably not a nipple thing. And and we were like, well, we all know alopecia is lacking hair. So, like, what body part? And we were like, well, is it, you know... Is it genital hair? Is it chest hair? Is it just head hair? And then, like, you know, eventually um, someone turned in head, and the guy said, give me a more specific answer. We changed it to eyebrows. Oh. Uh, do you want to take a, take a stab at what the correct answer was? Well, I don't have the word. That's not fair at all. Uh, the word would not help you. Don't worry. I don't know about that. So, eyebrows, that's a good guess. You're thinking way too hard, as were we. Okay, is it just head hair? It's just hair. The word hair. So what? the second word was a complete, like, red herring. It was oh. just hair. And so ever so basically everyone had turned in different parts of the body that could lack hair. But it's just hair. It was just hair. And so everyone was just screaming at him, like, yeah, no shit, it's hair. But, like, hair's not a body part, dumb fuck. And he was like, okay, fuck it, everyone gets the points. Well, technically speaking, it doesn't being affect held. your hair. It's a skin condition. Yeah, it's, it would affect the follicles in your skin. So but, where was this being held? At a bar or something? Uh, yeah, this was, this was at the Hop House. Hop which House is, needs to get their trivia together. Yeah, the Hop House is an interesting place. But the thing about the Hop House is it's walking distance. So we can go there and get drunk right. and walk home. Three sex wearing a Hop House hoodie right now. We watched it, and it got colder than I expected. So I bought her a hoodie for the walk home. <laughs> God damn it. I can't imagine what it would be like to have money. Oh, it feels good, dude. I swear. Yeah. I don't know. We got anything else? We got anything else to do around here? Should we talk about that boxing match? Because everyone else is? Or no? I mean, do you have anything to say about it? Those boys sure did hit each other. <laughs> I guess. Apparently, a lot of people were betting on Conor McGregor. I saw a thing about someone who took out a loan to bet on Conor McGregor. What a dumbass. Which, it's just like, that match was over before it started, guys. There right. was... This is the closest thing to a lock that there was. I don't know what the odds were on it, but it must have been super steep. But yeah, right. pe people are dumb. Obviously, the, the, the fight between a boxer and an MMA fighter, where right. it's a boxing match, the boxer wins. Yeah, especially, like, maybe the best boxer currently alive. I mean, he's, like, so far past his prime, but yeah, no, you're right. But, to be honest, I don't like either one of them. I was kind of hoping they would each immediately punch right through the other's head. I, I mean, they're both wieners, but Mayweather is a much more tangible wiener. Uh-huh. He's a wiener he can really grab onto, in terms of how much of a wiener <laughs> he is. He's a big, thick wiener. I mean, like, there's a difference between, like, 
being like brash and kind of generally a jerk and being a wife beater, you know? Right, sure. Those definitely. are on different tiers of asshole. Yes, yes. I, I would agree with you. So I was rooting for Conor McGregor, but I kind of knew that that wasn't going to happen. Right, yeah. No, very silly. But I mean, hey, at least they both made millions of dollars. Yeah, uh, the world doesn't make sense. Nope, sure doesn't. So yeah, okay. So, fight, disgust. Is it time to go to Raidsville? I think it might be time to go to Raidsville. Do you want to start... Uh, yeah, sure. So I had Hot Box Coffee IPA by Oscar Blues. And I, I feel like, you know, I like Oscar Blues a lot. And I like coffee a lot. And I like IPAs a lot. And <clears throat> so I feel like this is like the culmination of what a coffee IPA can be. Right. And that ceiling is just so low. Uh-huh. Because the f- flavors just don't make sense together. I guess maybe if, um, maybe if they went with like an earthier type of a hop. Like, maybe, like, a Chinook or something, maybe that would work a little better. Uh-huh. But even still, I don't think you're going to get away from this impression of these are, like, old coffee grounds that you should probably throw away right away. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm really just trying to think of what flavor would pair best with coffee uh, that, you know, that a hop can impart. And I think earthy is your best bet, but even that is not great. Yeah. So I'm going to give this, I think, probably, uh, I'll give it a 6-1. Okay. I don't think there's anyone to recommend this to. I, it's, I'm trying to think, the, the dog show metaphor would be best in class, but this would right. not even come close to winning best in show. Best in class, is that right? Best of breed? I don't know. Best of breed, I think, is right. Well, I've said okay. both of those things now, so I can look it up later and use whatever everyone's right. <laughs> It's, it's the best coffee IPA that I've ever had and probably ever will have, and it still is just like, nah, fine. Yeah, just not saying that much, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I had Rock Arts Ridge Runner Unfiltered Bold Vermont Ale. I thought it was pretty good. Um, if I was drinking this a month a month earlier, though, I would probably not rate it so high. It's just it's a good beer for the early fall. Um it's got a, a little bit of alcohol, but it's not overwhelming or heavy. It's a little bit dark, but again, it doesn't weigh you down. So I'm going to give it a 7 and recommend it to anybody drinking in the early autumn, really. I, I just think it's a good beer for this time of year. Samuel, do you know what you are drinking next week? Ooh, I definitely checked, and now I'm struggling to remember. Three texts, you remember? I don't think you told me. I said it out. Oh, Revolution Brewing, I forget what it's called, but it's a hibiscus ale. Oh, okay. I had a hibiscus ale in California that I thought was pretty decent. Did it take like, taste like flowers and shit? Yeah, kind of flowery, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, well, cool. Wonderful talking to you. Uh, I, I would give it a B- minus talking to you. That's fine. I'll take it. Uh, everybody, I hope it's been at least a B- minus listening to us. If you have anything to say on how we could improve or change or whatever, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday or you can comment on our links at BrewsTuesday.com. Don't let the best keep you down. We'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Here comes the beer. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes the shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything This one's on me, got what you need And take your medicine